0: Well, hey, everyone, and thanks for continuing along in our podcast with the Book of Joshua. This is Dakota Logan, and I serve as our college pastor. Today, I'm going to be doing an overview of chapters 15 through 21. Now, this is a big, big portion of the Book of Joshua, and this is the allotment of the territories for each tribe. So they've gone in, they're beginning to receive their inheritance, and this is when they each tribe gets allotted the territory that they're going to have. And it's, it's very detailed, and they name dozens and dozens of cities that are hard to pronounce, and, and there's just geographical details that, that are hard to follow. And to us, from a 21st century American perspective, this might seem boring. And I'm going to be honest, it kind of is. But when you think about it from their perspective— I mean, this is, what, this is what they've been waiting for, okay? And so, what I, I want to give you a little taste. Before, before I kind of give you the, the flyby, I want to give you a little taste of what it's like. Okay, so I'm just going to read you the first five verses of chapter 15. So it says, The allotment for the tribe of the people of Judah, according to their clans, reached southward to the boundary of Edom, to the wilderness of Zen at the farthest south. And their south boundary ran from the end of the salt sea from the bay that faces southward. It goes southward of the ascent of Akrabim, passes along to Zin, goes up south from Kadesh Barnea, along by Hezron, up to Adar, turns about to Karka, passes along to Asmon, goes out by the brook of Egypt and comes to its end at the sea. This shall be your south boundary. So that, that's just the that's just the first four verses of of the books you can see. I mean, it, and it is this. I mean, this is the just the first tribe, and it goes on like that for sixty three verses. I mean, it is just when you get to this part of your Bible reading, you're like, okay, like I'm ready to tap out here, like and throw in the towel because this is this is brutal to try to trudge through. But again, when when we think about it from their perspective, this is what they have been waiting for for so long. And so I want to highlight three things from this passage that I think will be an encouragement to us. And the first thing is that this is the most obvious one, but this is their inheritance. This is all that God has promised and what they've been waiting for. This is now home sweet home. They haven't had a place to call home in a long time, as long as they could ever remember. And if you could imagine being there, when Joshua was, was reading out all these details, I mean, when your tribe got called up to get your allotment and the city started being listed and the details for the boundaries started getting laid out, you would have been locked in because this is your inheritance from the Lord. And we, as Christians today, we have an inheritance to look forward to I'm going to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-5. through It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to His great mercy. He's caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead and to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. When we receive our inheritance, it says it is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading that's kept in heaven, all of the just intricacies of who God is, all the, the beautiful details of what heaven's going to be like, we're never going to get tired of that because it's our inheritance and it's amazing and it's beautiful and it's going to be glorious for all of eternity. And so in a very practical way, this, this was them receiving their inheritance. These are the promises of God that they were taking hold of. And so this is their inheritance, and we have an inheritance that we can look forward to. And it's never going to get old, and it's never going to be boring, okay? The second thing from this section of Scripture is there's some bad news, okay? I'm going to be honest. There's, there's some bad news in this part of Scripture because this is God listing out their inheritance, but God's people didn't follow through with what He called them to, And you see it at the very end of chapter 15. I'm going to read verse 63. It says, But the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the people of Judah could not drive out. So the Jebusites dwell with the people of Judah at Jerusalem to this day. So it says that God commanded them to to drive out these people from these cities. And it says that they couldn't do it now. In other places in the book of Joshua, it says, hey, listen, I'm going to give every enemy into your hand. Okay, so, so why, why then could they not drive them out? One way to interpret this is that this is God's people failing to trust him wholly, to, to fully obey him, and to follow through with what God had called them to. And so, I mean, think about it from, from our, our perspective, in our lives, knowing what God's calling us to is one thing. But following through and trusting him and being obedient is really where the rubber meets the road. And James talks about this in the New Testament. In James chapter one, he says, hey, don't be, he says, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. So, I mean, knowing what God's called us to is, is part of the, the battle, but we have to be willing to follow through, to trust him fully, to follow him completely. Because God's given the victory into our hands. But again, we also have to follow through. And God's people don't do this. And it's, again, as we see it play out, there's going to be some consequences at, at, at the end of, of this book and, and leading into um, the book of Judges. They didn't follow through and completely follow all that God had called them to. And there's consequences for that. Okay. So that's the bad news is that, um, but again, just a challenge to us. Hey, we have to, we have to follow through with what God calls us to. And then the last thing, uh, something is highlighted in the character of God at the end of this section. And it's the last two verses of Joshua chapter 21. And this is what it says. Think about what this says about, about our God. It says this, and the Lord gave them rest on every side. Just as he had sworn to their fathers, not one of all their enemies had withstood them, for the Lord had given all their enemies into their hands. I love verse 45. Listen to this. It says, Not one word of all the good promises that the the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. I love that. Not one word that God had promised had failed all came to pass. Our God is good and he keeps his promises. And the last thing I'll say is this, maybe it's just a challenge to remember this this week or, or to remember this today, but we can trust him. He's good. He keeps his promises. We can trust him and we can follow him in every area of our lives.